0: All right, everybody. Thanks again for tuning in to KOVE 1330 AM, 107.7 FM, Community Connected. You're listening to Today in the 10. Vince Tropea here with your coffee time interview. We're in studio today with Lander Mayor Monty Richardson and Lander Chief of Police Scott Peters here to talk about uh, Tuesday night's Lander City Council meeting and other stuff going on here in Lander and in Fremont County. A lot of... End of summer, it feels like it's we're approaching that end of summer moment. We're kind of like doing some wrap-ups, talking about those kinds of things. But uh, before we get into all of that, uh, how is everybody doing this morning? doing great, Vince. Mayor, thanks for coming in. Doing good, Vince. Chief Peters, as always, appreciate both of you coming in on uh, your busy schedules. Uh, Mayor, we had a city council meeting. Was, this was a regular meeting or a work session? It was a regular meeting. All right.
2: Night, so it was a two-hour long meeting, kind uh, uh we got through it, though, and I think things went well. We had a public hearing last night, and it was uh, concerning submission of applications for the State Loan and Investment Board through the state revolving funds on behalf of the governing body of the city of Lander to obtain SRF funds for the futures of city and Lander's water and sewer projects in order to utilize SRO funds and special large project funds in the Interest rate is an amount of forty-five million dollars, so that's looking out in the future. That's uh, funding that the state has that we can go get in loans, and uh, with low interest rate, so we'll probably save by going after this forty-five million dollars. We're going to save over nine million dollars in funds. It's really going to cost us thirty-two million dollars to oh, fix wow. these projects. We've had, we've got ten of these shovel-ready projects ready to go, and. Uh, the state contacted us and asked if we'd like to do this. This is something they're they're doing, and uh, we took them. And said, "Yep, we'll do it." Awesome. So we're just looking for the future of lander, and I think people need to realize that because we don't need to put anybody in the same shape we're in right now with deferred maintenance. So we need to fix it, and we've got a lot of it to fix. So
0: yeah, do you do you
2: guys already kind of have
0: an idea of uh, which of those shovel ready projects you're well, going to focus on? Right now, on? we have
2: uh, Lincoln Street. Mm-hmm. And that's what we already got the funding for that, and that's going to go out for bids. But we're finding out that contractors—it's taking them a year to get the parts and materials for the project. So this gives them time on the they'll bid it. We'll award the bid, and they have all winter to get their their materials together so they can start next spring. That's one of them. Second Street, the guys are starting next week. On fixing those uh, frozen lines we had last year and putting them deeper. We got the materials in. There you go. So you'll see 2nd Street being blocked off both directions, and, and they'll be working on that next, uh, starting next week.
0: And I'm sure we'll so, be getting heads up
2: and updates right. on all of that as you guys have it have figured, figured out. out. Yeah. So, and uh, just getting things ready to go. And uh, things are going to start. And usually we start things in the fall for some reason, but it's getting materials It's taking us. We knew about these broken lines and and the oddball size and stuff. So it's taken six months to get materials to fix them. So and uh, just want to thank the public for being patient out there because they they are supposed. To, I talked to Lance yesterday and he announced last night at the meeting that they'll be starting next week on those projects. So, good, good. That's that's good to we, hear. We got uh, you know Buena Vista we're looking at. We got. Uh, Baldwin Creek we're looking at. I mean, mm-hmm. there's 10 projects. We're looking at the sewer lagoons, headwater structures down there, and uh, like I said, there's just a lot, lot of deferred maintenance we have to do. Yeah. Well, it's it's so, exciting um, to
0: hear that that's
2: going to be kicking off and, next week. And this is just looking for the future. So, uh, like I said, not too many comments on that. So, But uh it went on through, uh, and we had communication from the floor. We had one letter read. Uh, with concerns about uh, some uh, lot splitting, uh, where they want to split two, one lot, make two out of it. So, okay, and I'll get to that here in a minute. But uh, we had staff reports, you know, not a whole lot. So, and then we we we'll flip over here to the other side, and we just approved a, a consent agenda of about twelve items, and they were all. Uh, Pioneer Museum open container permits, and that was discussed about making a resolution so they don't have to come in and put in for a permit every time every time they have their big the events, events that they have right. that
0: are that we know are coming up every year. Right, and so we got to have that hard cider at the uh, yeah, Apple Fest. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> so and then we had uh, uh, Eric Anderson from Leadon and Lyft come in and present uh, updates and what they want to change and. They come for a leader recommendation to uh, get $25,000 a quarter for administration staff and to hire somebody to keep the leader group going and economic development. So, But that failed, so that didn't happen. But they did approve recommendations two, three, and four, but one failed, so it has given them money for... uh, Economic development out that absent economic development tax for administrators Mm -hmm, reasons. mm -hmm. So, but and then uh, I said that went that went well and a lot of good discussion there. A lot of there was a big a big meeting. Then we talked about splitting the lots uh, approval S twenty three point zero five. That's a Farber addition. That's a minor plant at five fifty two. Splitting the lot in half. And uh, that was approved. And then another one in the Guston edition, a minor plat at eight fifty nine Ammerity. That was also approved unanimously, voted on to split those lots up. So they'll make the builders come in and be able to build. There you go. Some uh, apartment type complexes. So, and then uh, we just had to redo the chamber uh, M O U uh, recourse of a promissory note and. It'll stay the same, but it, the chamber belongs to the city, and that was in the amount of uh, $194,316. And uh, that's a promissory note that they owe the city, but their payments will still stay the same. So that had to happen. Gotcha. So uh, just a lot of things going on. Uh, and then we went back right into Resolution 1297, authorizing a application. To the State Loan and Investment Board, and that was for that forty-eight million dollars, and uh, that went on through that was pre- approved unanimously too. So, and then uh, utility rates, we had to adjust it. at One of the utility rates on a eight-inch water meter, it's still staying right where it's at now, but the eight-inch water meter, the mount was wrong, so it's one little item, but. Okay. People see that. That's all that was about. Not none of us use an eight-inch water meter, so instead of eight hundred bucks, it's a thousand bucks to rent that big meter. So okay, but so uh, that's not going to be your your, your normal, normal house home. domestic no. home meter. Yeah, we had a change order for Maven up there in the amount of one thousand eight hundred thirty-four, and uh, that was approved. I mean, everything everything was approved unanimously. So uh, we had an easement with the artery. Christy, uh, down on uh, Industrial Park Road, we have uh, 8-inch, 10-inch water main down there. And uh, they built on top of it and stuff. So in the future, this gives us another direction. If it breaks underneath your house, then uh, we can move the water line over and give us an easement to put it in. So, like I said, people don't realize in years past, now they have built on top of our... Infrastructure, so we're trying to get easements and stuff, so we have other directions to go because okay. if they go bad and it does break under your house, you know I'd be really doing some due diligence in checking that out when you buy these properties a hundred percent that some of that stuff hasn't happened so uh like I said that it was a good meeting, and we uh, authorized the summit west c p a as our audit service for the next year so okay i want to thank those and we had some potential litigation can't say much about that but uh, i said it was a pretty good meeting uh and that was about it like i said it was it was a good meeting so and uh that's about what i have for that but like i said we have a meeting tonight i just give you the information a little late this won't go out till tomorrow but uh Anybody, I want you to realize that we do have a public hearings and people stay stay involved in that. And Yeah, you're, you're talking about the, the project information, right. o- open house. Open yeah. house, so yeah. if they'll come down to that. So And uh, we had uh, to add two uh, items, L&M, to our uh, new business, and that's to appoint Judy Ligurski to the Housing Authority Board from present to uh, December 24th. She's filling in for Jack Corbett. Okay. That left, he had a year or so left on his term, so she's filling in there. And then we appointed uh, Dean McKee to the Housing Board Authority for the full term, and he starts January of 24 to December of 27. So two great people to go in there and help us out with that Housing Board and help with uh, Table Mountain Living. So, uh, like I said, all, it was, that was a busy one. It was a busy council meeting, and I skipped a little bit of stuff, but it it was just housekeeping stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, but just the most important things. And like I said, uh, just good things are happening in our city. We're moving forward. We got some visionaries. It's chief is one of them, looking for the future of our our town. And uh, speaking, of chief, He's right yeah, there.
0: speaking of chief, yeah. Speaking of chief, been quiet and patiently waiting over there. Uh, do you have uh, any updates for us uh, safety-wise? How are things looking uh, at the L.P.D. and uh, the end of the summer
1: months here oh, it's looking good i mean we're working our butts off it's a busy time uh actually spent a busy time for about the last year since we really didn't get the winter off with all the crashes and all the the bad weather that hit uh but no things are going good uh when it comes to safety wise i mean you know just the same thing i mean there's nothing to highlight uh I mean, We had a few things r- flare up over the last month, but we've cleaned all that up. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. A few things that people haven't heard, uh, we have been cracking down on curfew.
0: Yeah, I've been seeing a little bit more of those reports and then having people approach me about it, too. Uh, when are we going to hear about this in the news a little bit? Yeah, There's there's been just a little bit more action going on at night with some of the younger crowd, huh?
1: Yeah, and it's under control now. This is We're talking after the fact, but... About three weeks ago, uh, we had a a lot of stuff happening in the night. Mm -hmm. Uh, None of it was super major, except for we did have a few thefts out of cars. Okay. Uh, But pretty much the one linchpin in all of it was we had a lot of kids running around in the middle of the night. Uh, So... Uh, not blaming the kids, but you know what? That was the one thing uh, when we looked at it and analyzed it that, you know what, the one thing in common to everything going on is that we had way too many kids breaking curfew out there in the streets. Right. right. Uh, and normally as a police department, we, I mean, there's a lot of things that happen uh, in the town. There's a lot of issues that happen and not that kids aren't real issues but they don't really raise our alarms for the most part well especially Uh, during the summer
0: like when it's the summer months they're not going to school you know that they don't have somewhere they have to be in the morning the next day it's a little less suspicious to see kids out in the summer at later hours but if they're they're causing strife and wreaking havoc then yeah you gotta
1: Yeah, so we, so instead of being leaning on it and taking it easy with them, uh, I mean, we didn't, I mean, we weren't hard on the kids, but you know what, we did. Uh, If your kid's out after 11 o'clock, the ordinances in Lander is 11 o'clock, 16 years old or younger. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So if you do have a young kid, understand that, you know what, the curfew is 11, so they can't be roaming around the streets. I mean, we didn't really get into, I mean, we weren't cuffing and stuffing and ticketing all the kids that we ran into. But when we did run into kids, we were shuttling them home. Uh, And then also for the folks who didn't understand that, because we do have some that moved in from outside areas. Mm -hmm. And every town's a little bit different. Riverton's 10 o'clock. We have 11 o'clock. Ages change. So, But for Lander, it's 16 and 11 years old. Or, sorry, 11, 11 p.m. 11 p.m. for anyone
0: 16 and younger, that's, that's yeah. the curfew.
1: Yeah, but it's after the fact of it. I mean, we've been dealing with that for about two or three weeks uh, solid. Uh, and miraculously, some of the issues we were dealing with at night have evaporated too. So.
0: Oh, wow. It's funny how those things correlate, yeah. huh? <laughs> yeah. Lucky guess. Lucky guess. <laughs> but uh, other than that, anything coming up as we're approaching uh, the fall and uh, school, when school's starting back up?
1: Yeah, school's here. I'm in two weeks. I think it's two weeks from today, mm-hmm. it's starting up, so yeah. Same thing, I mean, like I've been preaching for the last three years, I've been here two and a half years. Uh, uh be careful about the kids, slow down. Um, they're especially when it comes to the first few days of school, as you know, they're going to be running all around. And also, uh, if you're running late, take it easy. Yeah, uh, we have more than a few crashes every year related mm-hmm. to that. Where you know what things happen in life and you realize you got to get the kids to school so you shuttle them in the car and you know it's not the Indy 500 heading down to the middle school so <laughs> yeah. uh, be cautious give yourself enough time
0: it's better to be a little bit late than a lot of bit late with uh, a wrecked car
1: yeah yep. the only other thing on tap uh i mean, with labor day coming up the dui task force will be out again on labor day Okay, agreed. uh but i'm sure you'll hear more here but that's not till the end of the month so mm-hmm, we got 3 mm-hmm. weeks so Uh, We'll be out dealing with that. Uh, We kind of have a little hiatus from the 4th of July. 4th of July was our last event. Uh, And then we take off about a month and a half until we come back at Labor Day. Gotcha.
0: Yeah, I just saw the the numbers from that. uh, There were a few... DUI arrests from that fourth of July weekend, but uh, nothing nothing too crazy. Not the zero that you're, that you're shooting for each time, but
1: no, I'm disappointed every time with that zero. Oh, I know, you know the I whole know. the whole goal is zero. Uh you know, we don't want to have to visit people, but you know what the the reality is is that there's some people that are not responsible. No. Uh right. but but overall if you look at that DUI task force since I've been involved in it since seven years now, since we created it, uh started it up in Fremont County. Is you can actually see that the number of stops uh, have actually went down. So, the whole principle of the media campaign and getting the word out is actually working. Our responsible folks who want to be responsible right, are, right. are taking advantage of it, and they realize it. And you know what they're doing? They're doing what they need to do when it comes to safe rides that is out there now. And like I said in Lander, there's no place in Lander you can't walk. Exactly. Uh, so if you have too much at the bar, just you know what, walk home. it. Enough yeah.
0: at home,
1: it, yeah. It's not too hard. And then contrary to popular belief, if you're walking home and you're staggering, my guys aren't going to pick you up and throw you in jail. You right. know what? If you're doing the right thing, we'll we'll help you get home.
0: If you clearly have a mission and then you're not so stumbly yep. that you are uh, you can't even put one foot forward in front of the other, yeah. you're going to be okay.
1: Yeah, as long as you're not, you know, trying to get into people's garages and try to break into their cars while you're walking home, you're perfectly yeah, that's, fine. Yeah, that's a
0: whole new set of <laughs> issues right there. So. <laughs> Well, Chief, just appreciate it as, as always. Uh, thanks for filling us in on the things that are going on. Good reminders. Mayor, thanks for the update uh, on everything going with the uh, council meeting. Any upcoming stuff you wanted to chat about before you get out of here today? Before I get
2: out of here, I just reminding everybody next weekend is the Jurassic Classic and yep. Riverfest. So yep. that's coming up next weekend. So still things going on for people to do and get out and enjoy the outdoors, and uh, I said it's uh, it's a busy time still. We're still moving forward, and I just want to remind people, please uh, keep your weeds cut down. Uh-huh. Fall's coming. Things are going to turn brown, so let's keep everything uh, cleaned up and uh, take your trash to the dump and just, just take pride in our, our great community that we're able to live in, so... 100%. Well,
0: good words to uh, to live by, to uh, go by. Mayor, thanks again for coming in today. Thank we you do it appreciate very it. much. Appreciate it. All right, everyone, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we come back more today in the 10 after a quick word from our sponsors.
1: With everything
2: you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon
0: University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day.